sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to an episode of The Report. And today I have the honor to talk to Riley Smith. He is an XFL prospect as well. Riley, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. So, Riley, um, you're from Idaho. We're all, I'm very excited about that. You want to tell us, um, what made you want to play football? Um, well, I mean, I started playing football at the age of five, and um, I just kind of fell in love with the game immediately. I know that my older brother, uh, Ryan, he played football a lot too. So growing up, I was kind of, kind of always around it. Mm-hmm. And I think I just kind of grew for, grew for a love for the game just at an early young age. And yeah, I mean, ever since then, I just knew that it was kind of what I wanted to do in life. It's kind of like when you were young, when you saw your brother play, you knew that this, this was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much being around it all the time. And you know what I mean? I just knew that. I knew I liked sports. I didn't know exactly, like, which one I was going to pursue when I got older. But um, as I got older, I grew more and more, you know, for the game. So it's pretty much why I had a goal being from Idaho. Just not a lot of people from here make it, you know, to a professional level. So mm-hmm. um, it was something I wanted to do. Okay. That's awesome. So, um I know with every full player, especially with the XFL, come with challenges. Can you tell us some of the obstacles you face to get to the place where you are now? Um, I mean, just, you know, life in general. I, I think, you know, growing up, uh, I had a brother that was shot and killed when I was seven. And uh, that was, you know, it was kind of, I don't know how to how to put it in the words. Yeah. It's kind of hard for me to realize at a young age what was going on. But um, as I grew older, it got tougher and tougher. and um, yeah, I mean, I had a brother that was, had substance abuse problems and he's actually doing really good now, but good. just seeing those things, you know, at a young age, just, um, I think those were bigger than football, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, growing up, I knew that if I wanted something, I was going to have to work for it and not go down like that path. And, um, I think that those helped me, you know, kind of face the challenges and, of football, like injuries and whatever it was, you know, um, it just was adversity at its finest, I should say, at a young age, and um, just helped me grow into a man. And you know, I pretty much when I was a sophomore in college, it tore my ACL. Um, I mean, it was a, it was a partial tear, so, but it it kept me out that season. And um, I mean, I don't know, it was good for me though. I grew a lot from it, and just the mental side of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's many adversities that, and obstacles that I think you face throughout football, whether it's injuries or going to practice every day at 5 a.m. and then going to school, or that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but definitely just the obstacles I faced just as a young kid and just, like, growing up, uh, my family wasn't, like, rich, so, we, you know, you had to work for what you want. 
Yeah, that's something to inspire some other people to see how you went from where you got started to this expo prospect. That's a really beautiful story that can definitely impact other people's lives. Yeah, no, definitely. That's what I try to do too. Is uh, like especially young kids. Like I have a son of my own. Oh, okay. And yeah, so he's he's uh, gonna be two December first, but just kids that I coach and stuff or train, I I just try to be a mentor to them as well and. You know, say that I tell them that like football is great and stuff, but like the like the main thing with football is it's gonna prepare you for life. You know, so and I just try to inspire them, tell them you know if you want something you gotta get, you gotta set a goal, and that's how I was. I had a lot of people that coming out of high school were just I was like small, small kid, was like five nine, like one hundred and forty pounds, but yeah, yeah, I didn't have like I didn't have the best grades. you know, um, but I just I had a goal that I was going to play professional football, and I didn't take no for an answer. You remind me a lot That's of Steph Curry being small, but still wanted to pursue their um their dream. So you yeah. you showed that no matter what size and size you are, you can still get to the next level. Mhm. No, definitely. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. Okay, so I know you play JUCO football. Can you tell us a little about um, playing Juco football and like try and inform the listeners like what more a little bit more about it. Um, I mean, yeah, kind of like I mentioned earlier, like I was small and I didn't have the grades to go play Division One. Like I was mm-hmm. a non qualifier, um, so I had to go play Juco football for me to you know even be able to play Division One football. Um, so I ended up originally I was gonna go to Snow College, which is in Utah, and I I went there for like about two weeks, and I just I honestly did not like it. So um, I, I ended up leaving, and I ended up getting recruited by um, a guy named Matt Coleman, who he actually is like my strength and conditioning coach still to this day, and he uh, I mean he ended up being like one of my best friends and stuff, and he recruited me out to Ventura, California to play for Ventura College, and, I mean, going into it, I thought it was kind of kids like me that were smaller and stuff, and just looking for an opportunity to get a scholarship at a D1 or D2, and um, I was playing against kids that were, like, huge. <laughs> I mean, there are kids that were bounce-back kids from Division One schools, and, um, I mean, you really had to earn a spot. Like, it was, like, no joke. Like, there was – a lot of kids that went Division One out of out of that junior college, so. Oh, okay, wow. Um, but yes, but I mean, going out there, I like I had no idea. I was I was from Idaho, like I said, so. Um, yeah. I was just kind of, California was a brand new world to me. You know what I mean? So I was dealing with that on top of like football and school, and um, and then JUCO, they have no scholarships out there, so you're paying for everything. Oh wow! So, okay. Yeah, so I was, I mean, at one point, I was, there was, like, I was living with, like, six, seven roommates. There's eight of us to, like, a two-bedroom apartment, so. Wow. And it's bad. Yeah, you're not on, you have no, like, I mean, it's bad. Like, there's just, there's no money, really, for, like, food, because you got to pay towards rent, and rent's a ton out there, you know what I mean? So, I mean, but that, that's, I think that's what helped me into the player I'd become is because I realized, like, I took a lot of things for granted uh, just growing up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I went out there, and I ended up putting on, like, 20, 30 pounds with this 
guy, Matt, and I started as a freshman out there, and I started every day my freshman year, and I got, like, second team all-conference, and then I had, like, a couple of offers from, like, South Alabama and Georgia State and stuff, and then I ended up, like, one night receiving an offer from Alabama, and then my my recurring process kind of started going wild. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I ended up earning, like, over 25 Division One scholarships, and I committed to the University of Oregon, and then about two weeks before I found out, uh, or before camp started up there, they had called me and were like, yeah, you got into school and stuff, but you don't have a speech class. And so um, I ended up having to go D2. That's why I went or to West Texas. Yeah, so I, uh, it was pretty much, I was on an AA plan where I took this English composition class that he had said, my counselor pretty much said, that it would apply to both my speech communications and English. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just, it's weird, the whole AA thing. And then, so I ended up taking that class and then they had called me. Oregon was like, yeah, you need a speech class to come play for us. So, um, they're pretty much like, you can come here and go to school the first year and then play for us next year. But, uh, I was, I was like, no, I'm going to go play D2 for two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's why I ended up going to West Texas. And left, that's where that's you, the, you play wide receiver in West Texas, um, A&M, correct? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like wide receiver, kick returner. Oh. Awesome. So I also know that you played for the AFF, the one people don't know, that's the Alliance of the American Football League, that which yeah. we um, know didn't um, last too long. But how was that experience for you? Um, I mean, honestly, I loved it. Like, it was my okay. first professional team I was on. Um, my GM was it was Daryl Moose Johnson, and he actually is uh, – he's – part of the Dallas XFL team so mm-hmm. um and, and my head coach was Mike Riley and but I, I loved both of them um I mean I honestly they're like fathers to me kind of oh wow in the football world mm-hmm. and um I mean they 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 really are the ones that gave me an opportunity at my first professional team and but I thought you know the team we had is one of the best teams I've ever been a part of and you know I can't I can't necessarily speak for anybody else but um, like my team necessarily and my GM and everybody a part of it, receivers coach, I, I mean, I loved it. It was a great experience for me. And, um, even just being around the guys that I was around, like just learning from them, those are guys that, you know, had played in the NFL for five plus years. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just think that kind of opportunity was good for me just to see how, how everything works and, you know what I mean? Kind of pick those guys' brains and, but yeah, I mean, I loved it, to be honest with you. I know you were one of the San Antonio Commanders. How did you get um, – did they draft you, or was it more like a showcase similar to the XFL, or was it – how did you get on the team? Um, So I actually – like, I paid to go to a tryout. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I paid, and I went to a tryout in Los Angeles – and, uh, I did, uh, I, that, like, I did really well. I had ran like a four, three, eight, forty. Oh, wow. And so, okay. yeah, so the guy, uh, 
guy that was recruiting me, Bob Morris, he had, he came up to me after I ran my forty and um, was just kind of asking me like, just kind of asking me about my story and stuff, where I'm from, and, and then he was pretty much just like, yeah, well, our GM's gonna call you the next day, um, so just be on the lookout for that. And so um, I ended up getting signed off that, and then uh, yeah, I went to like a QB camp in November for him, and I did really well, and. Then I went to mini camp and I did well. And then the first day of training camp, I actually pulled my hamstring. Oh, and um, yeah, they actually they ended up keeping me on the team. And then they activated me. Um, they made me on the active roster week five. And then week six, I pulled my other hamstring. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's pretty much how I got noticed. So I was I had to go to that combine and. Uh, yeah, and they signed me from there. That's amazing. I know, um, most people don't know how that process works, so that's thank you for sharing that with us. Oh so, yeah, of course. You were selected to um, go to the XFL um, showcase. How did that feel? Ah, uh, I mean, just I, I mean, it felt amazing. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, I think anybody like that's kind of in the same shoes and scenario that I'm in is just looking for any sort of opportunity. And, um, yeah, I just, I mean, I was honestly blessed that, you know, I got the invite and that I was able to go perform. And I mean, that's just all you can look for. Like I said, is an opportunity. And that's really, Mm -hmm. that's really all I'm trying to do is make the most of my opportunities and just, um, you know, let God handle everything else. And I know that it'll fall in place. Yeah. So when you said like for the expo opportunity, what like did you like how did you hear about it? Did you hear about it like through um like just was paying pretty much paying attention to what's going on? Did you hear about it during the AFF or how did you um, hear about it overall? I mean it was kind of my it was to be honest it was, it was um what my general manager that was in San Antonio uh, he had texted me and was like how's your hamstring and was like um if you can get into the xfl showcase um you know you should try mm-hmm. and he pretty much had said like um i'll show him your film and that but you need to email the guy and stuff and so um, i emailed them and then the guy eric galco had, had um sent me an email about a week later and it was like and that's when i got my invite so oh wow so you said the showcase was, um, of course, a great, a great opportunity. What what was it like? Was it similar to a combine, or was it more like a just a regular like practice, but just just monitoring what you're doing? Um, no, I mean it was it was similar to a combine. I mean you had to run a forty and um, do all the similar testing that they do. Um, they then they also let us do like one on ones and seven on seven at the end. So, I mean, it, it was it was good. I mean, I loved it, honestly. There was about, you know, I'd say, like 150 guys out there, and um, they split it up, obviously, by position. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it was very similar to a combine, how they run it. And now you have been selected to participate in the XFL draft. That must have been yeah. pretty much a moment. You're just like, finally, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I just 
look at everything as you know a blessing mm-hmm. and um just try to make the most of it and i mean i really i really work hard for my son you know mm-hmm. that's my main thing is i just want to be able to provide for him and and honestly like be a good role model to him and you know so i just think that if if you do good and live good and, and you give out good then you'll receive good yeah definitely do you have any information about the draft is it you know like when it will be or anything that we can like be expecting um, what we want to all of course support you yeah i know no i mean i've heard it's october 16th okay i've heard yeah i mean i i know that it's sometime in october um just from just from kind of what i've heard from my agent and whatnot mm-hmm. so but yeah and i am pretty sure that well i wouldn't quote me but i'm pretty sure that it's the 15th and 16th of october okay so riley is there anything you want to let our listeners know about you i know you say you um you coach um a, a football team as well you want to talk to us a little about that I uh, I mean yeah I was I was coach I've coached a lot of places I mean um, I've helped out at Westlake High mm-hmm. in California and um, I've coached the I've coached their team in in LA as well the Rams team they're like um, like eleven twelve year olds at the time oh. mm-hmm. and I coached them like yeah I coached them for like two years and I mean it's 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 amazing I love coaching I think it brings the life out of you you know what i mean especially if they're young kids trying to learn yeah so but i mean yeah that's that's definitely i mean that's pretty much it i helped coach at timberline high school it's moves it my high school down in boise mm-hmm. just kind of help their receivers out for a little so that's great also giving back which is all what's all really about at the end of the day yeah definitely i agree well riley we're all rooting for you. I can't wait to hear that you got drafted because you said that you would come back on our show to um, talk about that feeling as well. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> will. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Riley, for taking the time of your day to chat with me and also with my viewers. And I appreciate, I appreciate you. And we're going to keep you in our prayers. And we're just going to keep rooting, rooting for you, okay? All right. Thank you very much. Thank I appreciate you. you. All right. All right. Have a good night.